JD Talking Sports. It is Saturday, May 16th, 2020. Just saw Harris and Rebecca. I haven't seen Rebecca in a long time. It was nice. And Michigan came with me. We ran. Now I'm doing this virtual race, 579.2 miles at Harris. It'll kill me. I have to average 9.34 miles per day. In two days, I've done about 20. One guy's done 36. And Michigan's like, how does he do 36 miles? I don't freaking know. Uh, Fred Willard died today. I loved him. He was very good in all the... Uh, he was great on Modern Family. He was great in all the... Waiting for Guffman. All that stuff. Very good. You know, exciting. So I put a shirt on when I got home. And Michigan goes, you need to take another shower. And I need to take another shower. She... Yeah. But she's like, I'm not going to do this every day. You can't do this every day. You got to kill you. I'm like, you know what? She's got a point there. I'm a little tired. I'm very tired. I ran like 10 miles today in two different slots. And I'll tell you, it's hard running with that goddamn mask. It's really freaking hard to run with that goddamn mask. I'm not going to lie to you. Now, I just saw that, uh, what the hell's his name? Cody Latimer got... I'm just like, I'm getting tired of this shit. These guys, these guys have too much time in their hands, so what do they do? They take a gun and they start shooting it? I, I don't know what's going on anymore. It's it's really it's really infuriating me. You know, he was in Colorado. Shots were fired. Uh, Washington Redskins wide receiver was arrested early Saturday morning. Her shots reportedly fired inside a Douglas. What, what are you doing? Latimer's in post, has posted a $25,000 bond. According to Sheriff's Department, a witness said they heard arguing what sounded like gunshot. I argue. I get into arguments with Michigan all the time. I don't pull out a gun. One person was identified as having minor non-gunshot injuries. He's taken into custody. He's been booked on felony charges of assault in the second degree, menacing and illegal discharge of a firearm and a misdemeanor, charges of, a, of prohibited use of a weapon and reckless endangerment. Cody, you're out of a job. They're letting go of you. you none of the teams want this shit. You're going to have to look for a new freaking job, dude. Unbelievable. And Conor McGregor suffered, you know, he lost to Floyd. He said in a rematch, I promised my life on it that he'll beat him. I, I, hey, I wish you the best, dude. I wish you the best. Uh, Quinton Dunbar and DeAndre Baker turned themselves in. Both say they weren't there. I guess we'll find out how all that works out. Oh, yeah, and he was in Best in Show, Fred Willard. He was, God, he's good. Yeah, he was the guy. He was the guy during the dog show, the, the color guy. Right? No, he was the commentator, not the color guy. And just like making, oh my God, that's, that guy has two left, two left feet. Yeah. I saw, oh, and I got a picture of a, of a, what did I get a picture of today? A Ferrari. A green Ferrari. Very ugly green Ferrari. Yeah. Listen to this. Georgia spent 422000 on chartered planes for recruiting in a 13, 13 day span. So you're telling me in a 13 day span, Wow. Do the math. Over 30,000 a day on flights. More power to them. I hope they got all those players. 13, wow. Wow, I just was like, that's pretty good. And I love these articles. So there's most unheralded college recruit. Most overlooked college recruits from each top 25 team. Only on ESPN+. Plus. So you have to get ESPN+. Plus. That pisses me off. I should be able to read it without having to go to ESPN+. Plus. Michael Thomas at, at, at the dump. Baker Mayfield, when he went to Texas Tech. J.J. Watt at Wisconsin, three of the examples. And Gerald McCoy, supposedly lost 20 pounds, according to IG. It also, yeah, he looks a lot better. 
needed to, man. You want to keep playing? You got to get skinnier. Got to get a little leaner. It's the only way to play. I saw the Undertaker got a 15-year contract extension that'll take him through 2034. Not bad in wrestling if you can get it. Not bad. Saints going to cite Ty Montgomery, former Stanford. So Talia uh, Tagovailoa is going to play for Maryland because you know he's going to play it. And, and I'll tell you, the picture they have him committed to freaking Maryland, he's pretty skinny. Yeah. Now he's going to – I don't think he would have played. They had a lot of good recruits at Alabama. And actually they have – uh, Paul Tyson and Bryce Young, who was like the number two quarterback in the country from out of California. They're the other quarterbacks, plus Mac Jones, who who beat Michigan in the bowl game. So he wasn't going to play at all. Yeah, Jones was. Yeah, they went they went three nine one with Mac Jones. They beat uh, Michigan thirty one sixteen in the Citrus Bowl. Tyson is a four star recruit, who is the is the great grandson of Bear Bryant. And Young is the second best overall quarterback in the class of two thousand twenty. So. All I got to tell you is, good move. Go somewhere else. Yeah, he's going to have a lot of competition. They said, senior year, he passed for over 3,700 yards, 35 touchdowns. Now he joins the depth, depth chart of Maryland. Josh Jackson, Tyler DeSue, Lance uh, Legendary. Now the coach, his coach is a former coach at Bama who know, should know him. They're going to open the season December 5th against Towson, which is probably not going to happen. I don't know why he would go to the same school as his brother. I just, yeah. And I saw that adult film actresses participated in a beer pong tournament that people, uh, Cam Soda, I don't know what that, I'm glad I don't know what that is. And uh, gambling, uh, in a partnership with a gambling company, Bovada, where people paid money to watch adult film stars play beer pong. And I was like, okay, that's something that must be riveting. And what's with Spencer Dinwiddie? He says he will sign deal with team fans choose if they reach a Bitcoin target around twenty four point six million on GoFundMe. You're talking about a multi million dollar athlete needs to have a GoFundMe page to rent twenty four point six million dollars. I'm sorry, maybe am I missing something? Why does a guy of this stature have to have a GoFundMe page? Am I fucking am I, and and then you're gonna let a fan decide where you go play? You know what? I want you to go play in fucking Siberia. You know what? I want you to play in your fucking backyard. That's where you're gonna fucking play, idiot, stupid fucking imbecile. Bitcoin, put money into Bitcoin. I need you need to raise money. And Aaron Rodgers says he's retiring as a Packer. May not be a reality. If I got Jordan Love, but then he says he's going to help work with Jordan Love. We'll see if that works out. He's you know he's going to help him mentor her, mentor him, her, mentor him, and all that stuff. We watched uh, Gotcha a little bit last night. Got some pictures of Harris. He's not very happy of. But you know you got to take pictures of your friends. It's funny. Yeah, Cody Latimer, good going there, buddy. Oh, and Bob Myers says the 2018 title for the Warriors wasn't joy. Why not? You won. I don't you know. I, I oh, you know, uh, it was it was a tough experience, you know. But you know, what, so how many people would like to change places with you and win a goddamn ring? How many guys didn't win a goddamn ring in their goddamn career? Patrick Ewing comes to mind. Barkley comes to mind. Clyde Drex, Clyde Drexler won. Great players. Buck Williams. He never won a title. Buck Williams was a really solid goddamn player. Julius. Irving won one NBA title in his career. A lot of guys don't get that chance. Houston's going to open their facility Monday. The Rockets, good for them. I saw the the, the kid from the from Flash died from an opioid overdose. I was like, ugh. 
And Roger's excited to help Love. He said, I've always had great relationships with my backups. It'll be the same with Jordan. Good for him because you know he's not taking your job. I mean, good luck with all that, but it sure as, sure as hell ain't happening. <sighs> yeah. Oh, what the? F Channing Fry, listen to this. Because tomorrow, we got the last two of the last dance tomorrow. I'm already crying about it. I already tied my moment of silence. Channing Fry, Channing Fry said, discussed Jordan on NBC Sports Northwest Talking Blazers podcast via Marlo Ferguson Jr. fan cited. Said, uh, isn't so sure that MJ would find the same success in today's three-point heavy game. He only really had one job, and that was just to score. And he did that at, at an amazing, amazing rate. But I don't feel, okay, like his way of winning then would translate to what it is now. Guys wouldn't want to play with him, right? I think you have to adjust and adapt. And to say that Jordan would average 50, no, he wouldn't. Everyone would double-team him. I don't even know how to respond to this. You don't think Jordan would work on his fucking outside game, work on a three-point game, and still be that kind of player? He would dominate. Dominate in any freaking period. Bullshit, Ken Shanding Fry. You know, you know what the real thing is? You wouldn't be able to compete in that guy. You would have never even held his jock strap. Stupid fucking idiot. I read that. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, he could win in any ever. So, I, I, I'm sorry. So, would they double-team him? You think that would work? So, they do Jordan rules on him with the, with the, with the Pistons? You think that worked overall? Stupid idiot. You know what? Sometimes you just have a case of shut the fuck up. I read that. I was like, shut up. Jordan wouldn't be able to play in today's game. If anything, Jordan would dominate even more because more, the, the defense is even worse now than it was then. Then they used to freaking knock you to the ground. Now they don't even do anything. They think it's tough now. You think LeBron thinks it's tough now? They beat the shit out of him. The Pistons, LeBron, they would have the LeBron rules. They would just beat the living shit out of him. And Shaq, they would have beat the shit out of him. They hack a Shaq, please. They would have knocked his ass to the ground. Really? You think so? Oh my God, what is that? What is going on here? I hope something popped up on my goddamn thing, and I was like, I'm trying to think of the Pistons. Of I'm, I'm, you know, I need to go through the Pistons when they win the titles. They won it in. Oh my God, I love this thing. Pistons. Roster. Let's do 1989. Roster. Let's do 1990. Yeah, let's do the Rod. Okay, you had Rodman, Vinny Johnson, Bill Lambeer, who wouldn't take shit from anybody. Anybody. Wait, this is no, I want. Is this, did they win the title this year? Did they win? One Eastern Conference. One. Of the list of conference on the Bulls. No, I want 89. I want, no, no, no. I want the year before. I want the previous year. Okay. That year they won the title. Okay. Yeah, won the finals with the Blazers. Okay. Mark Aguirre, who was no, Bedford, he was nothing. Dumars, James Edwards wouldn't take shit from anybody. So I like to see, I like to see Channing Fry play against them, LeBron and all those guys. Scott Hastings, Gerald Harrison, Vinnie Johnson, Bill Ambeer, John uh, Rodman, Oh, was he not on this team? Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. They had a guy who wouldn't take shit from anybody. Was he off the team already by this time? Really? Wait a minute. No, 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 no. I want the previous year. Okay. Adrian Dantley was on the team before. Daryl Dawkins? I don't know. Fennis Dembo, who never. James Edwards. Finney John Bill. Rick Mahorn. Rick Mahorn. Jesus Christ. Those guys played against Rick Mahorn. That's I couldn't remember the name. Rick, Rick Mahorn 
Rodman and Lambeer. That's enough. To, and James Edwards. They wouldn't take shit from anybody. I love him talking. Channing Fry. They couldn't play in today's game. You couldn't play in that game. Channing Fry. You you want to ring? Be more power to you. You were a finesse guy. You didn't like the. You didn't for a guy as big as you were. Channing Fry. Let, let's look up Channing Fry st- stats. Channing Fry. Channing Fry would have rather played outside than inside. Channing fucking Fry. I read that. It just pisses me off. Let's let, look. Let's look at your stats. Yeah. Pixie, yeah, he's the goat. You play, he's the only player with LeBron. Yeah. Seven foot. Yeah. Shit. Drafted eighth overall by the Knicks in 2005. That was, that was sh- surely inflated. Big time. His career stats. What do you average for his career? Oh, he played. Wow. Played from 2005 to 2019, he averaged eight, nine points a game and 4.5 rebounds. He had a couple double digits early in his career. The end of the career basically just was mop-up duty. I think he played that long in the goddamn league. 4, 8, 10, 12, 13, 14 years. Yeah. Listen, he could be his GOAT. He could say, this is my guy, this is the GOAT. Okay, I'm more, say whatever you want, but no offense. Jordan's the greatest of all time. He played with, the only played with LeBron. God bless you. But, the t- but, this, but then, that's fine. He could be your GOAT, but don't start telling me that Jordan would, wouldn't be able to play in today's game. Jordan could play in any freaking era, and you couldn't play in any era except the one you played in. And that's the end of that fucking story. So NFL, NFL facilities can open May 9th with, you know, under, under the current local... Uh, state laws and right now 22 of the 32 teams will be able to open up and this really bothered me so if you draft if you if you get if NFL teams get a minority coach or GM which right off the bat would say okay you only got the job hired because of your skin color the plan wouldn't actually won't actually do what it aspires to do it would just have to leave back another year or two while Goodell watches it fail when teams move up six slots in the third round for hiring a minority coach or ten spots in the third round for hiring a person of color as a GM, whoever title it gives to the person who builds the team. If a team hires a minority coach and GM, it's on 16 spots. Teams will get bonuses for keeping minorities in other positions. So if you're an owner, would you really hire a coach GM so you can move up a few slots in the third round? Now, if you do, I would call you, and so would MMQB call you a pretty shitty owner. Getting those hires right is far more important than move. I agree. Getting the right coach in there. But I feel that all they do is hire white coaches. So, And there are some good coaches out there. But if you're telling me there's not a good minority coach out there or minority GM out there, I think it's bullshit. So also Jimmy Johnson draft chart, which is a rule of thumb, not a rule of law. Moving from the 81st to the 65th pick could cost the team 80 points in draft value or the equivalent of the 107th pick in the draft. That's a mid-fourth rounder. It has value, but nowhere near the value of hiring the right coach. So you're going up, but it's not like you're going up and getting like Joe Burrow. You get in a, you get in some, you get in higher up. Yeah, and they would have to hear that. Like, uh, I'm not racist, but you know, you're qualified. That you know, it's like the uh, affirmative action shit. Oh, you know what? The only reason you got hired is because of this. Right now, there are three minority head coaches out of 32, and that's not enough. Goodell knows it. Everybody knows it. And I like what uh, Michael Rosenberg said. Listen to this. He says, don't let anybody interview for a job until the Super Bowl is over. I agree, because it's bullshit. You get hired, and you stay with the team, and you don't start with your new team until after the freaking bowl game. That's like, you know, Alabama 
coaches or you know the winning teams, Clemson, whatever, you're, you're coaching your team. Get away for the bowl game. You get hired by a new college. You can't go to the new college, so you got to try to do well. You can do stuff, but you have to stay with the program you're with. Nothing should happen until after the championship game. They should push it back, push back free agency. I agree. And if necessary, the combine, the draft, and even the senior bowl, which doesn't matter. They can make it into. There's no rush to get to the draft in April. They can push it till May. But they wouldn't do that. This would be radical changes for the NFL's league year. But Goodell, you know, they have to do that. I agree with them. Yeah, this draft pick plan is 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 a total. It's it's ridiculous. I think it's disgusting. I I just, I think it's a disgrace to minority coaches. I think it's a disgrace to anybody. And I don't know the Rooney. So they're trying to get the Rooney rules. So hey. Hire, hire a minority coach and we'll, get, we'll, we'll let you go up in the draft. It's, it's disgusting. And Mackenzie Johnson reported for the undefeated last December that since 2009, a total of 12 teams have, haven't hired a head coach of color, including four teams that had head coaches before that season and haven't made a change. Johnson also noted that the Cowboys, the Rams, the Patriots, and Saints haven't hired a head coach or offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator of color since 2009. That's disgusting. So you got Rivera with the Skins, Tomlin with Pittsburgh, who's been there forever. Anthony Lynn, I thought the Chargers were going to let him go, but they kept him. And Brian Flores, who also is a black GM, are the only non-white head coach in the league. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I, 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 I'm embarrassed when I even read it. I said, this is disgusting. It's embarrassing for everybody. And uh, Talia's, uh, to his brother, so he's going to play under, listen, strong... Uh, Loxley, who was with Miami, Loxley made strides in the 2020 recruiting class for Maryland. He brought Rakeem Jarrett, a local five-star recruit, to flip from LSU to the Terps. He wasn't happy with Josh Jackson last season. Now, Talia has to receive a waiver to play this season. If not, he could compete for the starting job. And former four-star recruit Lance Lance uh, Legendry. Hey, if it happens, it happens. It's all right. What, what, what the hell? And I was also reading this about Major League Baseball that, you know, if baseball doesn't return until 2021, the gap between games would be twice as long as the eight-and-a-half-month absence during that strike that canceled the World Series in 94. Team averaged over 31,000 fans per game before the strike and did not reach that level again for 12 years. They won a 50-50 revenue, which now A-Rod's saying they should take. Meanwhile, this is a guy who made $455 million in his career. But, you know, hey. Take it. So did Teixeira, who made over $200 million in his career. Take the 50-50. Bryce Harper, you know, who... I don't know where the fuck he's getting 135... Oh, well... Oh, 135-game regular season from July 1st to November 15th. Where'd they play November 15th? The Yankees aren't going to be playing games on November 15th in New York or the Mets or all the East Coast teams. Are you kidding me? Philly, a game on November 15th? That's football weather. Oh, I'm sorry. He said 135-game regular season and a 10-team round-robin playoff format held at a single location leading to the World Series. We can't play regular season games until November 15th in all these places. He said 10 teams, uh, round-robin round format, College World Series kind of style, the new Texas Stadium or wherever stadium, stadiums are best. Three-game series, you win the series, you move on, you lose, you play the other loser in a one-game wild card. Winner of that moves on, other team is out. Or you could play it in Vegas so you have the strip hotels and could use one hotel for all the guys and contain possibly, yeah. Then two teams left, seven-game World Series. They get two days off before the series. With your two days off, you do an all-star game and home run derby. Could do the MLB awards as well at that time. Yeah. Hey, listen. It's easier. You know, you just throw shit out there. Maybe something will hit the wall, but I don't know. I think I think you're reaching there. I think you're reaching, Bryce. But, and also, where you're gonna, you have to play in warm weather. Because if you want to play the November, November 15th, it's not going to work on the East Coast. 
It's not going to work in the Midwest. It's only going to work out west and east. And not going to work in Seattle. It's too fucking cold. So good luck with that. You have to decide. They're, they're all concerned about getting a salary cap. Everybody else's salary cap, you know, it was like in Die Hard. Welcome to the party. That's what it needs to be. All right. I went through a podcast. Michigan went out. I wanted to get something on paper today. It was great seeing Harris. Oh, I saw Bumbles and Babs. That was nice. It was nice seeing everybody. All right, last show's trivia question. Okay. All right. Oh, wow. Longest rush by a wide receiver in a Super Bowl game. I said it was re- I said I said very recent. And uh, bu- 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 Debo Samuel had a 32-yard run for the Niners in this year's Super Bowl. Debo Samuel, 32-yard run. Today's Super Bowl, uh, today's question. Super Bowl winning head coach with longest coaching tenure before winning his first Super Bowl. Who is the Super Bowl winning head, who is the, what Super Bowl winning head coach went the longest coaching tenure before winning his first Super Bowl? So which Super Bowl winning head coach had the longest tenure before winning his first Super Bowl? All right, Gumbo Chef, I saw him outside yesterday. James, stay sexy. Big A, I miss you so much. LG, you're the best. Michigan, it was great getting out today. Rhonda, thanks for all the support with all my working out because it's killing me. I'm tired. I'm very tired. All right, folks, have a great day. Peace out. NASCAR tomorrow at Darlington. Who's ready? Peace out.